northern end of Windermere for increased efficiency. She had also, as a major concession, permitted Melanie to use the van while she herself had been unable to drive. As a resident of an area renowned for walking, the girl was almost a freak in her reluctance to use her own legs as a means of transport. If you work it out as cleverly as you've done my route, you should be fine, Simmy said, not for the first time. It's crazy all the same. Everyone's going to be out at work for a start, at least with Mother's Day. It'll be a weekend. Don't, begged Simmy. Mother's Day was only a month off, and she was already worrying about the logistics. Let me get on with these first. And she went to create more bouquets of red roses. The middle of February in Cumbria was still a long way from spring-like. There had been two nights of sub-zero temperatures, and icy patches persisted all day where the ground was in shade. The roads were narrow and steep, and Simmy had a morbid fear of skidding. She was secretly glad that driving had been impossible so far that winter, and had been in no hurry to get back behind the steering wheel. February the 14th was a Friday, which meant a relentless succession of orders had been flooding in all week. Wholesale delivery vans had arrived regularly with boxfuls of red roses. The back room of the shop contained almost nothing else. Brisk business, Simmy kept reminding herself, was a good thing, an essential thing. There had been entire weeks during January when barely one customer a day came in. There were hardly any passing shoppers. There hadn't been a wedding for a month. Funerals had been the mainstay, with a flurry of them at the end of January. The post's not been opened yet, Melanie observed, flicking through a handful of envelopes and sheets of paper. Flyers, water bill, a couple of real things. Do you want me to open them? Without waiting for an answer, she did so. Hey, this is an order, Sim, she called. Come and look. Simmy came impatiently out of the back room. What? See, they want a mixed bunch of spring flowers to go to a Mrs. Crabtree in Hawk's Head. Twenty-five pounds in cash and no name or address. The message on the card is wishing her good luck in her new home. What's going on? That's the third one like this we've had in a week. Have we missed something about banks going bust, that nobody's using cheques or cards anymore? Third? Yeah, the one for the bloke in Coniston on Monday, and there's a Valentine one for Friday in Newby Bridge. That was hand-delivered. Some man dashed in yesterday and just thrust the letter at me and rushed off again. I hardly even saw him said something about catching a train and hoping there was enough money to cover it. I saw him, I think. The one in the long brown coat. I just caught a glimpse of him, the same as you. So they're not all from one person? Of course they're not. If they were, they'd all be in the same letter, wouldn't they? But they're all anonymous. That's a bit odd, don't you think? It's Valentine's Sim. The whole point is to keep the person guessing. That part's not odd at all. It's the way they pay that I'm talking about. I wonder if Mrs Crabtree's going to know who'll send to the flowers. Hmm, said Simmy, vaguely, not entirely following what Melanie was trying to say. What's that leaflet about? Solar panels. Go green with goss, it says. They're going mad for them at the moment for some reason. My dad says they're just a flash in the pan, and everybody with them's going to feel a right fool in ten years' time. I don't know about that. My cottage might suit them rather well. It doesn't have to be sunny all the time for them to work, apparently. 
Too many big boys getting in on the act, according to Dad. The old thing's got very messy with all those government subsidies up for grabs. Never works, he says. He might be right, Simmy nodded, not really caring either way. So I'll chuck it away then, with the one about the pizzas and the one about the sale at the garden centre. So much wasted paper, Simmy sighed and went back to her work. As she fashioned yet another bouquet, very nearly on autopilot, the bell above the door signalled a customer, and she peered through the shop to see who it was. Melanie was carrying a large box of Oasis, leaving Simmy to greet the newcomer. A woman in her forties stood looking around as people routinely did, not someone likely to be sending red roses, Simmy thought, hopefully. Something different would be such a relief. She produced a beaming smile of welcome. Morning, she said, cocking.